What does it take to win a fantasy baseball championship? Today, Matt and I will provide you with the best tips and tricks to win your fantasy baseball league on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my partner in crime, my co-host, my best friend, Matthew Wynette. Yo, yo. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. If you happen to be listening on one like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly, truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes you to the channel. also gives you a notification each time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the Subtext website. On Subtext, it's a one-on-one texting personalized uh, experience where you're getting provided with a lot more information than you're just getting from this podcast. We go deep with um, the waiver wire pickups, the stashes. Also, you get an alert every time a prospect gets called up, every time there's a big injury, and much, much more. But as always, Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded episode for you. Let us be your team secret weapon as we provide you with tips and tricks to help you win your fantasy baseball league. And Matt, what do you got up first for the people? How do we, at this time of year, what are you doing to win your fantasy baseball league? Yeah, I mean, this is one of my favorite episodes, guys. Uh, we did it last year. It was a pretty big hit. It got a, uh, pushed a couple people over the edge to go and get that, you know, Everydayers Championship, which back then it was MD ship. Um, you know, now that we're here on lockdown, it's, you know, Everydayers Championship. And, you know, this one's the most important, in my opinion, because it's the most relevant and the most prevalent because it's also coming up. And that is knowing your trade deadline is. Identi- and identify what teams are actually savvy and which ones aren't and take advantage of the ones that aren't, right? So, like, first thing you're going to do after, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing this is you're going to pause it. You're going to go right to your league settings. You're going to go see, okay, when's my trade deadline, okay? Then you're going to go and look at your team, and you're going to go say, okay, what holes do I have on my team? What players, what, what position do I need to acquire? What do I need to improve on in my pitching rotation? Is it another closer? Is it another starter? And then you're going to go, okay, now which teams have really been either getting trade raped all year or have been, you know, somewhat just not active, but kind of probably should soon. And how can you kind of sneak one past the goalie, right? So start looking at them, see who's not savvy, who's been making terrible pickups and see, okay, these people don't know, you know, their head from their arse. And, you know, let's just try and figure out how to do this. So start putting out trades, start. I wouldn't say low balling, but I would say, you know, get a conversation started and see, know your max in the deal, but then see how low you can get it or how close you can get it to it before hitting your max deal before you're, you know, ultimately have made the trade you kind of want to do anyway. So it's just working that way up without completely being like, okay, I can't talk to this kid. It's not untradeable. So somewhat reasonable, but someone low ball. And that is how, I, I handle by trade deadline. 
Yeah, Matt. Uh, I'm going to actually combine what you're talking about with our next topic because I think they kind of go hand in hand here almost. So, you know, to vibe off what Matt's saying, right, this is like, you know, the big time to trade. trade de- most trade deadlines are around the middle of August for fantasy baseball. So it's co- it's going to very sneak up on us very, very quickly here. So what I think you need to do is most, I think pretty much every single fantasy league, you can go and you can check the stats on the season for every team. If you're not playing in a, you know, um, a classic roto-style league where you see all of your team stats, uh, the most common type of fantasy baseball league is a head-to-head uh, league mostly head-to-head categories which matt and i you know are known for we're very good at it so check your your whole your whole league stats not only your team but every other team you can usually sort them by you know home runs runs all the basic five by five categories now you may be surprised where your team ranks in some of these things i know i've done it in my leagues recently and i was a little bit surprised to see where my team fell in a lot of these categories so identify where your team is weak and identify where your team is very, very good. Because most teams are leaning, you know, a little bit in one direction. Very few few and far between are very balanced. So if your team's very, very good at home runs, RBI, stuff like that, okay, maybe you could trade one of your power bats. Maybe your pitching's a little bit weak. Maybe your ERA's a little bit high. Maybe your whip's a little bit high. Go out there and get you an ace for, you know, a power bat. But it's really, you know, what your team is. You know, you got to identify your team. Don't just go based off of what I'm saying. Identify your team, know what it is, and go out there and talk to some of the other teams. As Matt said, maybe you have an owner that really likes to trade a lot. You could take advantage of that because some guys just love to trade. They may not win every trade, but they just like to trade. Go out there and find an owner that might be desperate. Also, once again, based on your type of league too, no dynasty, keeper, um, you know, just a redraft league. All of those leagues are, you know, going to entail different things too. If you're in a keeper league, you know, you want to make sure you have some keepers for going into next year. If you're in a dynasty league, you know, you're pretty much keeping your whole roster. If you're not in the spot where you're going to think you're going to win this year, start to rebuild. There's just a lot that goes into it, you know, and especially knowing your team, knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, and make those savvy trades now before the trade deadline. But, uh, Matt, I know you got another one here that you uh, wanted to vibe off of, you know, and let's mm-hmm. uh, let's keep it pushing here, my brother. What do we got up next? I just want to add one last thing to that, and um, that's also in Dynasty and Keeper Leagues. Know your depth. Yeah, of, of course, team. of course. Yeah. yeah, know your depth of your team, especially in the Dynasty, right? Like, say, say you're in a win-now position, you have a boatload of prospects that aren't going to help you now, might not even help you for the next two years. You might want to think about just unloading them and getting a win-now team and just going for the ship because, you know what, it, it, it's nice to have a good team next year, but, I mean – Great point. But I, I want to win the championship now, and if I'm in the position to do it, I'm going to unload, and I'm just going to go do it. So, you know, that's something else. Evaluate where you are and if you actually can make a shot for the title and go from there. All right, let's move on. Now, this is another one. You know, we talk about this in the beginning of the season. It's still applicable today, but it's more important now because people are getting ready to move on from players, and people are getting ready to, you know, just, you know, are, are done, right? So that's search through the dumpster. In other words, see who's dropped each and every day. So every morning when you wake up, Go right to your transaction page and see who has dropped 100% and comb through it and see if anybody made a mistake. Because I'm telling you right now, nine out of 10 times, somebody drop makes a stupid drop. And I'll go back a couple of years ago and, you know, our friend Jay dropped a player that was ranked like 15th overall. I'm not going to name the player because it was really atrocious, but he dropped somebody pretty atrocious. And I won my first championship that year just because JP just decided to drop somebody. Um, Thank you, by the way. So it's one of those things where, you know, there's sometimes there's those hidden gems that see that are out there on the waiver wire that you kind of want to go and see. People make mistakes all the time or better yet. You know, I also like the upside plays. Like you might see Luis Severino get dropped this week. And he's playing like absolute caca doo doo. 
And one thing I'm going to say is, though, I want to see what he's doing for the second half. I want to see if he bounces back because not just as a Yankee fan, but as just knowing who his talent, what his talent is, he may just need a couple adjustments over this last couple of days to fix out, figure out what he's doing. And he might come out and just light up the world. So I'm not saying go around and pick him up, but I mean, if he's out there on those waiver wires, I might take a shot on him. So he might've dropped him. So I, you know, it's something along the lines like that where I'm going to say, Hey, you need to go get him," and, or go get a player like that and take a shot on it because upsides is going to win, especially if you're in a position of, Hey, I'm in first or second, you might be able to hold a guy for a little bit longer and see, you know, what that upside is going to bring and how far you can push that envelope before you really need to get rid of him and he's hurt your team to make a move. But if you're sitting in first, you probably could afford a couple of a dinger or two to see how long it'll take to, for this player to bounce back before you have to drop him. So upside is key. Yeah, man. Just I'm going to vibe off of what you said real quick is another great name, a great example of this this year, Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa got dropped in almost every single league I was in. And, you know, as he started making his progress, you know, his way through, I saw a lot of people pick him up, which actually turns out it might have been the right move because his first start, he went out there. I think he had 10 Ks. He looked absolutely dominant. So just guys like that, you know, guys that are known to be pretty good, guys that are going to bounce back. I think that's the move, you know, exactly what Matt had said. But before we move on and give you the rest of these fantastic tips on how to help you win your fantasy league, we do have a quick sponsor that, uh, you know, Matt's going to talk to you guys about uh, real quick. So uh, make sure you stay locked on for this one. It's a great episode. Sleeper is a fantasy sport and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has the fastest growing, organically growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users in 2022. I was one of them. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports. It's about building personal connections and lasting memories. Sleeper Picks is a real money product that connects friends over picks. Choose two to eight of your favorite players for pregame, live, or events across different sports. Pick the over and under for the predicted stats to see if you can hit and beat their predicted predictions. Only on Sleeper can you get up to 100% payout, which is awesome, and share with your friends and get rewarded together. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit, which is awesome. Terms and conditions may apply. See Sleeper's terms and use for details. Current, currently operating in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And just a heads up bonus. You know, I play Sleeper on there for fantasy football every year. And also, too, just a little extra tip here. And it's awesome for today's show. I get alerts for prospect call-ups, injuries, and, you know, when people are getting sent down, if I need to sneak a trade past the goalie. So Sleeper is awesome with the, the quick, quick ads and quick, quick notes before all the other platforms. So I 100% go out and download Sleeper, even if you're not going to use the, you know, uh, the, the the league platforms or the gambling aspect of it just for the notification sleeper is a phenomenal platform it's been around for years i've been using it to step my game up and now they're doing baseball so please check out sleeper all right everydayers and new listeners we've got exciting news regarding our subtext you know dom and i have been you know ironing out what we're doing each and every week for the diamond club here and we've been sending them awesome alerts throughout the whole week um we're sending rankings for our waiver wires. We're sending extra names for pickups. We're sending priority lists. Um, we're going to be start doing pitch and ditching now that we're getting closer to the playoffs. 
everything that's done you could possibly think of, of extra content you're not getting here on the platform because we only get about 30 minutes a day. So on top of that, players get one-on-one co- connection with us. And it's it's awesome. I love talking to you guys, getting to know you guys. You guys are awesome on the Diamond Club. And if you guys want to get to know us because we want to get to know you, join. See what's up. Let's get let's get talking. And try it, try it out for free for 14 days. And you know, I think you'll really enjoy it. If not, you know, maybe you'll come back at some point. And if you're looking for the link on how to join and, and sign up for the Diamond Club, the link's in the bio below or on our social medias, or just check out our link tree and you'll be able to sign our subjects, sign up, and we'll shoot you a text. That's literally what it is. You're getting a text to your phone like you're talking to your best friend. And hey, we are your best friends if you're listening to us every day. So thank you, everydayers, and uh, please check it out. All right. That's a lot of talking, Dom. Take it away, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ch- uh, jump back in here, and I'm going to try once again pick a I – might, I might, Matt, just heads up to you. I might jump around a little bit here because I kind of see one of the topics that we have lined up for today that kind of meshes with what we were just talking about as far as looking through you know, your, your transaction. Let's see who was dropped. Mm-hmm. But it's the time of year also where you don't want to hold yourself back, right? I, the way that I phrase this is it's kind of time to cut the dead weight. Every year around the All-Star break, I look at my team. I say, hey, who am I still hanging on to that I think is going to turn it around? Because there's not a lot of time left to turn it around. And if you play in a league with playoffs, that isn't like a standard, you know, classic Roto style where it's just, you know, the best stats throughout the year win where it's a head-to-head categories league or a head-to-head league where you have a playoffs and you have to win in the playoffs, honestly – when, it, when you're really getting to that point, and especially if you need to win on a week-to-week basis, let's say you're not at the top, you got a guy like Correa. you got a guy like Tim Anderson. you just got guys that are really, really just kind of like done, and they're ruining your fantasy team. It's time to consider cutting the dead weight. See how it looks. Because if you're holding on to these guys, you're missing out on top prospects that are getting called up. You're missing up on riding the hot hand and see where it goes. You know, I always like to say juice the orange. And especially when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, like when you're in the playoffs, this is a playoff tip too I'm going to give you guys, is don't be afraid to cut who you need to cut on a week-to-week basis. Unless it's a dynasty league where you keep your whole roster and you want to keep certain guys, or it's a keeper league and you plan on keeping you know, one of those guys, cut the dead weight, you know, especially in the playoffs. But now it's just time to consider it. Look at your roster over the next couple of days. Say, hey, is it really worth it for me to hold on to this guy or do I want one of the top prospects? Is there somebody out there on my waiver wire that is worth the ad right now to get rid of some of the dead weight? But that's pretty much um, all I really got to say on that one. I'm going to pass it over to my brother, Matt, and I'm going to let him speak for a minute here on that. Or, Matt, just move on to another topic if you'd like to, brother. I like what you said. I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I, I mean, this is that time of the year. I mean, some people get really attached to their fantasy teams and the players they drafted. And I mean, with all right, I mean, like, you know, you drafted them for a reason, but sometimes they just don't pan out. And, you know, you got to say like water. It's one of my favorite sayings. Um, I listen yeah. to a lot of fantasy football. I owe, I owe that to the fantasy footballers, that saying, you know, I'll give them credit where they're due. You know, you got to stay like water and you can't stay attached to these players. So it's great take, Dom. But let's move on. Um, let's talk about let's talk about a strategy we stopped talking about because just not everybody was into it. And I think this is the most relevant time to do it. And it's pitch and ditch. Like, quite honestly, you got to manufacture a win each each week and, and you got to do your best, right? Like, say, for instance, like your opponent just has a bunch of two-start weeks, right? Yeah, and you know what? Early on, one of your pitchers gets blown up. They throw out like a 60 ERA. Or even just like, you know what? 
the guy's ERA is super high. And you know that no matter what you do, you know, even if a couple of your pitchers get blown up, you could, you could afford them too, because it's fine. So you're going to go do is try and catch them in the, in the case category and the wing category. And you're going to go pick up players that have good matchups or just that could provide, you know, optimum K numbers or possibly a shot at the win, but they're risky matchups. And this is where pitch and ditch is great. You don't care about them for the next week. You only care about them for that weekend, that matchup, and then you drop them. So you pick them up and then you ditch them right on the corner and you say, see you later. You, you did what I had to do. It's like a one night stand. So, you know, this is a great, great strategy. I use it all the time. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at, at the week from, from start to finish and I go, boom, this is it. So I'm going to look at you. I'm going to look at what you're doing on Friday, how my team looks by Wednesday. And then I'm adding up every single player under the sun. So, you know, check it out, see what it's about. We're going to start doing that in our subtext where we're going to give you at least four to five names where you can pitch and ditch and have great matchups each and every week. That'll probably give you the most viable option to win case and possibly wins. Yeah, man, that's a solid take. Pitching and ditching is a strategy that's definitely helped me win some weeks, and it will help you win some weeks too. And I'll, I'll give you the flip side of the coin. I know Matt always likes to talk about the side of, you know, just throw ERA and win, uh, whip to the wind and win those, uh, win the wins category, win the strikeouts category. If you are in a close week and, you know, even the ERA and whip is kind of close, what I always like to do is, is I'll go to probable pitchers for the next day. I know Yahoo has it. I'm not sure about all the other platforms, but, you know, I know MLB, you can go to the MLB.com and just go to the next day for probable pitchers and you can see who's pitching the next day. Next couple, they usually go a couple of days ahead with it and just kind of see like, okay, uh, let's say you have a lefty going against the Orioles. You can go to the Orioles 2023 team page. I like to use baseball reference. See how their batting average and strikeouts look over the past seven days, 15 days, 30 days. See how they've done on the season against lefties. You can see all of these stats and kind of get an idea. Okay, you know what? The Orioles haven't been hitting lefties all season. Their batting average has been bad over the last you know seven days. And then it will kind of give you more confidence in that play. And that's just a little quick tidbit, you know, about pitching and ditching because you can do it both ways. What Matt's, what Matt was talking about is more prominent where you see where, you know, you're kind of just giving up ERA and whip and you're kind of going uh, all out in the strikeouts and wins. But you can do pitch and ditch the other way as well and kind of just see where that goes. But you know what? Let's keep it moving here and um, let's see what we're going to go to next. Oh, kind of goes hand in hand what we were talking about here. But, you know, kind of kind of a little different as well. Let's talk about um, – Oh, wait, no, actually, real quick, before we do that, before we do that, actually, I do have a quick sponsor for you guys, but stay tuned because this one is a good one. It's one of my favorites, actually. That's why I was a little eager to talk about it. But real quick, let's talk about Bird Dogs, the sponsor of today's episode. Looking for clothes that redefine comfort and style? Look no further than Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement. Bird Dog uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. 
bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as lululemon but they fit way better and once again guys you know i, I like to give you a little bit of a personal spin on bird dogs because i absolutely love bird dogs uh the shorts that they sent matt and i have been getting us compliments uh, all 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 summer long especially if you're a single guy and you're out there i know matt and i are both taken but you know what uh the ladies do love them they always say you know the how i was talking about earlier they give you that nice sculpted look in the leg i think you know Ladies love that. So you need to go out there and buy some Bird Dogs gear. If you want to do that, you go to birddogs.com slash MLB. And when you enter that promo code LOCKEDONMLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Try Bird Dogs today. And all right, real quick, let's uh, hop back into this uh, thing because, you know, I was a little bit excited to, you know, get into this one here. And what I did want to talk about is, you know, uh, check your matchups for the following week. Especially when you get towards the end of the week, you kind of know where you're standing. You really don't have to do too much unless you're doing that pitch and ditch thing. But still, check who your matchup is for the next week and see what they're good at. And especially in a, you know, a head-to-head categories league where you have a decent amount of moves you can make, try and adjust. I know I used to have a lot more time to do this, and I say about like 80% of the time, I would already have a strategy for where I'm playing the next week. I would already have a good idea if I'm going to win or lose that matchup. So once again, let's say the guy that you're going up against has five closers, and you only have like two. So it's like, all right, you can try and beat them in all the other categories, or maybe you pick up a couple of closers. Maybe there's a couple of closers out on the waiver wire, and you really just need to kind of try and adjust to your opponent too because you don't want to go out there and you know wind up in a mismatch. And another thing is we were talking about pitching and ditching. Uh, maybe you want to pitch and ditch a two-star pitcher because your opponent has five guys going on Monday, then three guys going on Tuesday, and you might only have two guys going on Monday and two guys going on Tuesday. You know, you could pick up a couple of two-star pitchers for the next week on a Sunday, and then you're not wasting a move for that next week. You're, you know, you're saving your moves for next week while using one of your moves from the previous week to help you manufacture a win that next week. So basically it is just know your opponent for any given week and, you know, Use that to your advantage to know what you need to do to beat them. Yeah, 100%, Dom. Great, great take. Um, you know, Dom's done that to me a few times, and and nine out of ten times, you know, actually, no, it's actually about 50% of the time he beats me. Um, you yeah, know. we go back and forth. We go back and forth. Even, even though I've been calling Matt number two because I'm in first in a couple of our leagues, and Matt's riding my, uh, my coattails there in second. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. I'll take it by the end of the year. It's uh, it's gonna be fun. Anyway, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see number two. We'll see. All right. You know the cockies always fall first, but um, you know. Anyway, um, let's hop back in here. Okay, don't give up on the season yet. You have time to turn it around. Okay, you may be in eighth. You may be in ninth. You may be in tenth. You may be about twenty-five games, thirty games out of first. But who cares about first? You're definitely not getting the buy. I mean, let's just be honest here. But how far are you out behind sixth? How much have they been paying attention the last couple of weeks? Do you see them losing? Do you see them tying? Okay. Now let's start identifying are, they, are, are the people in front of them losing more? Start seeing if it's a real possibility to make that push. Because they're going to fall asleep. Football is back. I already started prepping for football. Okay? But I, I don't sleep. I don't, I eat, sleep, and breathe baseball, so I never go. Okay. So this is the perfect time. 
prospects are being called up. We're, we already talked about that. Um, you know, great pickups, guys coming back from injuries. We talk about each and every single day. Being aware of these things while these people are tuning out and focusing on football prep or just tuning out of baseball because it's it's a marathon, it's not instant gratification, is the difference between being being in sixth place or fifth place and making the playoffs and staying in tenth. So staying on top of things, continue to listen, joining our subtext, staying on top of baseball news, including downloading Sleeper, is going to take you to the next level and going to help you thrust and try and get into that sixth place, fifth place position where you are going to go into the playoffs. And then it's anybody's game. It's any given any given week that you can win. You just got to get there. You got to get to the dance, and then we can dance all night long to the everyday championship. And I don't mean to be so like enthusiastic, but it's true. I've done it. I've done it so many times as a joke. I watched so many people fall asleep at the end of the season, and then I just sneak on by because I had a slow start, and then my team starts waking up. I'm gelling, and then I win the whole damn thing because you guys slept to let me back in the playoffs. <laughs> and then, ha jokes on you. And I got I got money in my pocket while everybody else is crying. So. Yeah, Matt, well, well, well said. And I, I think one of the biggest strategies to not giving up is, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of second half call ups and a lot of those guys can help propel you to, you know, making that, you know, push to to win the championship. I know there's a tune into our episodes. We do an episode every single week on guys to stash on guys to look out for. We usually throw at least five prospects into those episodes. And I personally know there's a bunch of big names coming up in the second half that can help put you over the top as far as, you know, not tuning out this time of year, because then guys don't know guys at this time. of year, like Matt said, everyone's going towards football. You stay locked on on baseball with us over here. You know about those top prospects. You're going to get those alerts from Sleeper. You're going to get those alerts from joining us on Subtext. And you're going to be like, bang, bang, bang. You're going to beat everybody's the waiver wire. And then you're, you know, you go from like 10th to 6th, like Matt said. But let's keep things pushing here. And let's, you know, towards the end of our episode here, let's let's say you're, unfortunately, you're in a 15-man league, you're 15th. You're in a 12-man league, you're in 12th. And you kind of just say, no matter what you're going to do, there's really no way at all that you're making that playoff push this year, right? Now's the time that you say, hey, listen, let's let's say you're in a dynasty league or a keeper league and you have a guy like Justin Verlander. You have a guy like, you know, Jose Abreu. You got some of these older guys you, you that just really aren't going to be on, you know, on your team for the next upcoming years. Right. You trade guys like that away and you go out there and you get these young prospects. You go out there and you see what it takes to get some of these guys. You know, like I said, join us on subtext and we'll give you all of these young prospects that are coming up over the next few years. Maybe you go talk to the Jackson Holiday owner and say, hey, what is it going to take to get Jackson Holiday? Maybe the team that has Jackson Holiday is towards the top of the, you know, the the, the tier. Maybe they're first, second or third. And they really want to get that piece to push them over the top to win this year. Because honestly, as Matt said, I always want to win this year, whether it's dynasty keeper redraft, you should always be focused on winning this year. Worry about next year, next year. Right? So if those teams have that kind of mindset, which honestly everybody should, unless you're, you know, just, you just kind of know there's no way, you know, if you do know there's no way, go out there and get you some of these, you know, top prospects that are going to be coming up over the next two or three years. Once again, you know, I hate to be a dead horse, but I think Jackson holiday, Jackson Churio, guys like that that aren't going to necessarily come up this year, but maybe next year, the year after, you know, and that's what you got to do, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, something I did and everybody hates me for it is, you know, you go and you add like, I don't know, a Ronald Acuna at the end of the year 
when you were having a real rough year and you hold them till next year and you keep them. And then you go, "Uh Oh, I have the best player in baseball for like the next decade and a half. So like, those are things that you got to look at who could give you that upside. I mean, shoot Jackson holiday, 100%. Like this is just a keeper yes, league sir. in dynasty. You know what? Dom's hundred percent right. Trade of Erlander. If think if you get a Jackson holiday in return, how you doing? You know, like who cares? You're gonna be. He's, he might be up next year. That's how good this kid might is. Like he might be up by Super Two next year. Like Jackson Holiday is, in my opinion, if not the one, the number two prospect going into next year. It's not even. It's not even close. And you got Jordan Lawler. I mean, there's a lot of names out there that you can get. Andrew Painter, if he can figure out getting healthy, they don't decide to give him TJ. Like these are guys you might consider adding. Yeah, Ricky Tiedemann too. Ricky yeah. Tiedemann's another good one. One hundred percent. I mean, there's a lot of names out there you can just go and scoop up at the end of the year. They get the call and they get the cup of coffee. They perform. How you doing? Even if they're done and you know they're going to break camp next year, you keep them. Or you got to wait the two weeks for control. Okay, you wait the two weeks and you kept them. Your team is not going to have a bunch of old heads on it that you're just going to be able to be stuck with. You know, let's, let's move on with the times. The way to win is to rebuild with younger players, especially when you're in that position where you're just yeah. not going to make it. So that's what I did. A lot of people don't adjust, like a friend of ours too, who just keeps going with the old heads. And that's why he just never wins. He just doesn't make it out of sixth place. But anyway... <laughs> Let's keep moving. <laughs> Throwing shade today. Throwing shade. Um. All right. Last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I see, brother. Yeah. Last one. All right. I'm gonna make this one quick. The same way we're talking about prospects, we want to talk about guys that are hurt, guys that are done for the year, or guys that will be done for the year soon because there's injuries coming, and you know they're not going to be back this season, but they're going to be back next season, and early. Like they're going to be ready for opening day or like the first two weeks, three weeks, and they're a great all star. Like say. For instance, we talked about him yesterday, Jose Altuve. Say he just, they don't bring him back the next, for the rest of the year. Jose Altuve will be ready with that injury for the start of the season, probably for spring training. Somebody drops him in a keeper league because they got to move on. You pick him up and you keep him. Okay. There's other names out there that, you know, you don't really think that are on the older side that's like, hey, they might get hurt. They're going to be done, but I'm going to scoop them up. They're going to be ready for opening day. And I got an all-star that I didn't even have to draft. I didn't have to waste anything on it. I didn't have to trade for it. I picked them all off the waiver wires. And I kept them because I have an open spot. Because quite honestly, if you're finishing last, you probably do have an open spot or two. Yeah. So this is the way to influx your lineup with talent without having to pay anything for it. Is taking advantage at the end of the year of all the gaps that people are trying to win now with that leave good players on the waiver that you should just go in and scoop. And I always call it dumpster diving. So enjoy. I got a couple of quick names that I'll throw out there for you guys. I think two big name pitchers that are out there in a lot of leagues right now, Shane Boz, who, you know, everyone's forgetting about Shane Boz is a great pickup right now. Guys should be back at some point next year. Uh, Walker Bueller. We've been kind of been talking him about a little bit. He might come back towards the end of the year. He might get a little bit of run there with the Dodgers. It's not guaranteed, but you know what? I think last time we checked, he was only he only owned in nineteen percent of leagues. And somebody Matt brought up earlier, so I'll give Matt credit for this one: is Jazz Chisholm. If Jazz Chisholm was dropped, or if you know he gets the bad news again that he's not going to play for the rest of the year, another big name guy that could possibly help out your team. But guys, I think we're going to call it there for today. That is all for us. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also. We truly appreciate our everydayers and new listeners making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. I'm not 100% sure what we're going to be doing tomorrow, but it's going to be a great episode no matter what we do. So lock on in for that one. But guys, until tomorrow, see you. Peace.